0: (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to the Tom's Hardware Show for July 1st, 2021. Uh, Sharon, who normally is our host, is out this week. So I'm your guest host, Abram Pilch, Editor-in-Chief of Tom's Hardware. We are joined today by Tom's Hardware staff writer, Michelle Earhart, and by our very special guest, Mac Marshall from Turtle Beach. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it,
1: how's it going? It's going good. I, uh, I, I'm literally fresh back from, from taking a vacation, so I apologize if anything I say is slow. <laughs> I'm still getting back in the swing of work today. But uh, I definitely excited to be here and talk to you guys about all, all the new stuff that we have.
0: That's gr- that's great. So uh, so tell so tell us a bit about Turtle Beach. I know Turtle Beach is several different brands now.
1: Yeah, I mean, most people are familiar with Turtle Beach because we've been the leading gaming console gaming headset kind of brand for over a decade now. It's like 10 plus years where we've been the just the de facto leader in, in, in gaming headsets for Xbox, PlayStation, you name it. And a couple of years ago, we started kind of branching out and, you know, we acquired Rocket which is uh, already was an award-winning PC brand. And so we acquired them. And then even now, uh, just this year in January, we announced that we had acquired Neat Microphones. So now you kind of have this three-headed beast of Turtle Beach on one side, uh, and then Rocket for PC accessories, and then now Neat Microphones for the microphones uh, side of things. Oh,
0: neat. So. So all, all the brands have some really amazing new products right, right now that you can show us. Yep. What uh, starting with Turtle Beach, what does Turtle Beach have, have that's new?
1: Sure. So uh, this is kind of a, a neat thing, right? So in E3, a couple of weeks ago, we announced that we're kind of you know, as the Turtle Beach brand is kind of branching out, moving beyond uh, the gaming headset space, right? So we now announced kind of entry into two different uh, markets. One is like the gamepad controllers market, Uh, and that is with this guy here, which is the recon controller. Uh, And then also you can see behind me, uh, and I'll pick it up and bring it closer in a second, which is the Velocity One uh, Flight, which is our upcoming flight simulation hardware. Um, So two very different markets. Um, I'll start with the recon controller. uh, And this one is, uh, it's gonna be available in black and white. It's coming in later this month and, Basically, in in short summary, this combines just uh, game-winning controls with kind of Turtle Beach's signature audio, right? So you can kind of plug any wired headset into the Recon controller, and you get all of the kind of benefits from Turtle Beach's signature audio, like everything from superhuman hearing. You get audio presets. uh, You get, uh, you know, uh, what else is there? We have like preset buttons on the bottom where you can kind of... um, we have pro aim focus assist where you can kind of like hit the button here and it slows down your aim depending on what you want. So there's like a 25% or 50% or 75%, however you want. So you can kind of aim better. And I mean, honestly, just for the superhuman hearing alone, um, it's it's completely worth it. Right. Because like if you're somebody who plays really like Fortnite, Call of Duty, any of the, the bigger shooters, like especially where hearing everything around you is so important. I mean, just to have that on and be able to hear where somebody's coming from, you can hear where they're coming first, and you get the drop on them. It's it's kind of a game changing audio enhancement, right? So, and at fifty nine ninety five when this comes out, I mean, that's that's kind of our bread and butter is that we've been making products here where we try and find that sweet spot of offering more and keeping the price competitive, right? So, you you get all of our audio expertise plus kind of the game winning controls, and it's got like the cooling jet. It's got the cooling grips, which is neat if, you, if you're if you a sweaty hands gamer, like some of us may or may not be. Um, and it legitimately works too, which is kind of great. It's why I remember I picked it up for the first time. I was like, oh, this feels almost like the hand equivalent touch of like our cooling gel ear cushions on, on the headset side when it touches your skin. So it, it actually really works really well. And the other one too, is that it's USB. It's a wired controller. I know I'm showing it like this, but it's actually a USB-C plug on top. Um, and it's designed in that same kind of way where, you know, if somebody were to walk by and kick and the cable or the dog runs by, it kind of just pops out and breaks away really easily and not going to yank the controller out of your hands and, you know, damage something else in the house. Um, and, and so these two, uh, this is the Recon Controller will be for Xbox uh, when it comes out. And we're also looking at controllers for other things in the future too.
2: Cool. So that... um that switch that lowers your aim reminds me of the the buttons that a lot of mice have. What I have right yep. now is a G four hundred two Hyperion Fury, which is a little old, but it has this thing called a sniper button right yep. here. You can press that and it'll temporarily lower your DPI. Does it work sort
1: of like that, but for mouse sensitivity? Uh, I guess in this like the way I've seen it work is it just it slows it slows your kind of your your site down, right? So just okay. depending on like sometimes it goes really quick and you like I said, you could there's four different kind of adjustments you could do kind of based on your preference. But yeah, it se- certainly helps with that like that kind of sniper, you know, aimed on the site, whatever you want to do.
0: Awesome. Wow. So that that's great. Uh, what uh what are some of <laughs> the other new products you have? Yeah
1: the other one, let me let me step back here real quick and grab it. Is this is, uh this is the other big bad boy. This is Velocity One Flight. It is our brand new, like groundbreaking flight simulation control hardware. And it has everything on it in the sense that um, whether you're somebody who flies like Cessnas and smaller planes, or if you're somebody who flies larger commercial jetliners, it's set up for everything, right? So there's nothing else out there on the market that's like this um and all of the other kind of stuff that's out there now is kind of older tech and this is all groundbreaking brand new and there's a funny story behind all of this which is our CEO uh Jurgen Stark he's actually a pilot and it's a big pastime of his right he loves flying he has a like a legitimately like amazing flight simulation setup at his house um but he actually got invited out to Microsoft early last year before we were all locked down for the pandemic and he s- saw flights in 2020 before it came out on pc and it blew him away just like it blew all of us away last year when we started seeing like the first videos and the first screenshots of just how beautiful the game looked and as a pilot he came back and was like oh man like this is amazing and they also let him know at the time that they were planning to bring flights in 2020 to xbox and so it's An interesting kind of scenario where bringing a game like that to xbox just opens the door up for so much so many more people to try and experience flight right on xbox where you know you're going to have an audience of people who are just going to try it out because they want to you're going to have an audience of people who want to try it out so they can try and fly around paris because you can literally look out and see what flying over paris looks like if you haven't been And there's going to be another audience of people that are going to try it because they actually want to learn to fly and want to want to try different things. So, again, like to offer something like this, where it has the setup for both like commercial airliners as well as like small planes and including everything from. I mean, these are called like, you know, these are the vernier controls, which you would see on like smaller, you know, planes like a Cessna. Everybody who's learned to fly is familiar with these controls. And then these levers up here are more for like the commercial airliner setup, right? And you also have a trim wheel right here, which you can adjust. And there's uh, all sorts of like lights and, and other kind of warnings and you can kind of customize this. There's like these, this I can't do it right here, but this little piece slips out, it's magnetic and there's different warnings. And there's a couple other options on there for depending on what your setup that you're used to when you fly. And so what's neat about this is it's, all inclusive right so if you were to go buy currently like all of the different pieces that you would need to make that system up based on what's available like now you're gonna spend probably like well over 600 bucks give or take and when this thing comes out later it's later this month um it's gonna be uh 350 349 right so that's like the key here it's it's gonna anybody who's like a flight sim enthusiast who's been waiting for like oh man i need to get a new controller like once this is out this is what they're gonna go get and it's it mounts to your desk it just plugs in it also works on windows pc so if you wanted to play like you know whether on pc or on xbox it works on either platform and uh it's just gonna be a game changer once it launches i think a lot of people are gonna and kind of really kind of gravitate towards this based on the feedback that we've seen from, especially from like the flight sim crowd that's already like, oh man, like we have to get that. So it's it's really, really interesting. I noticed
2: that it has a little sort of heads up display on the yes. on the wheel. What what can you tell
1: us about that? Yeah. so this is also uh, again, just for Xbox, and I don't have it plugged in right now, but like there's a whole little like color LED right here, and you'll be able to even pick like there's presets for like, hey, do you just want to do like the kind of basic settings for like, uh, small aircraft, or you don't want to do the basic settings for um, big aircraft. And then again, it's like full, like it gets full rotation on the yoke, right? Um, there's also the triggers. So we have like the rudder controls are, are mapped to the triggers. So it's a full Xbox kind of style controller. So we're able to kind of give you the full setup instead of having pedals underneath. Um, but that's not to say that in the future, you know, as we look beyond this first entry into the SIM hardware stuff, um, you know, we're not looking at either of these, whether it's the recon controller or the SIM hardware, we're not looking at them as like once and done entries into the market, right? So for like on the SIM stuff, there's pedals we could be doing in the future for an even broader setup. And then there's also like the racing category of racing wheels and racing pedals and other things that we're looking at too. And then same thing for controllers. I mean, obviously like we're starting with Xbox, we've been partners with Xbox for a really long time. And, you know, I'm sure somewhere down the line, there's stuff for other platforms as well.
2: I'm glad you mentioned pedals because I was going to ask about that. One other question I have about that, though, is I have right here a Logitech Thrustmaster. And it's sort of like one of those military. Or or fighter sticks. Shooty bang bang. (laughs) Fighter stick. Um, (laughs) Same thing. So and obviously this is much more of a sort of like what an actual aircraft pilot in the real world would use. Um for the yeah. most part, or a civilian pilot. um, I assume you went that direction probably because uh, this was built with Microsoft Flight sim in mind. But can you tell us a little bit more about that choice, I guess?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I think the choice was really that we wanted to have an all in one unit that was like could work for whatever you wanted to, right? So whether you you wanted to be like the small planes or the large planes, you can do whatever. You could also, like if there's any other flight-enabled games on Xbox, it'll work with that as well. And going back to your other point and, and my other point as well about other products, uh, like more of the fighter flight six is another thing that we're also looking at. Awesome, too, cool. Right? So again, this this is just the first, and we we're we're very confident this is going to perform well when it comes out, just based on what we've seen, you know, coming out of the gates with it at E3.
2: That's great. I started playing flight sims recently because of uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. And then I just went into Star Wars Squadrons and yep. then I booted <laughs> up Ace Combat 7. It just opened up a whole new door for me. Yeah. Um, and I just like, oh, I wanna buy all sorts of new peripherals for
1: it. Yeah, and it's cool. It actually, it, it's really simple to mount too because you just have this, uh, there's just like a part right here on top where you just pop this off. It comes with its own like Allen wrench and there's these two bolts, and you just undo them and you have these two little uh, there's there's one right there. <laughs> these just drop down and lower and then you tighten it back up under your desk and it just clamps it on and they're all padded so it's not going to scratch up your desk or anything. It's re- really well done, really well thought out, simple to do, simple to set up, simple to plug in. It's all USB-C and then to uh you know U- standard USB in the back of your PC or into your Xbox. Awesome. Wow, fantastic! And again, 349 when it comes out. I mean, that's just going to reset the entire category and for what people should be expecting to pay for, like you know, top of the line kind of flight hardware.
2: I almost wonder if other flight stick manufacturers are going to be mad at you for that. I'm sure they're.
0: <laughs> well, that drives innovation, so that's really fantastic yeah. to see. So, what other what other sure. exciting new products are you so guys? That,
1: that kind of covers the Turtle Beach side of things, and then you know, look, at, we we also launched. I don't know if you guys saw, but Recently, we just launched the Recon 500 headset, which again, you know, is a, a, a wired headset and would be a great kind of addition to go with like your Recon controller, right? It's a pretty nice looking setup here. And what's cool about this guy, this guy has the the dual 60 millimeter dual driver, right? So it sounds amazing. And for the price, uh, it's you know, the sound is, is pretty hard to beat at that, that, that like the price that you're getting that
0: at. That- that does that does look fantastic, right? So and is that's, that that's USB nothing. or 3.5 just jack? three point five millimeter? Just
1: yeah three point five wired headset standard plugs into any controller that has that you know the the interface and then, um and this isn't necessarily new. This did launch a couple of weeks ago, but again, just that's kind of our latest headset from the Turtle Beach side of things. If I want to switch gears and go to Rocket, so I mentioned uh, we acquired Rocket a couple of years ago. They're now Turtle Beach's award winning PC brand. And so what we've been doing the past, you know, since we acquired them is kind of helping expand their lineup, kind of like we have on the, the headset side of things. We have headsets at every price point catering to a wider audience of gamers and what their preferences and desires are. So we've been kind of working to expand Rockets offering of keyboards and mice and headsets. And so this is the latest offering. This is the Sinpro Air, and this is Rockets, um, $150 wireless headset. Uh, last year, we launched something called the ELO series headsets. And those are three different headsets at three different price points. And the, the highest one was a $99 wireless headset called the ELO Air. So this one takes things up a few more notches and kind of has everything on it that you expect at the $150 price point. So you have full 3D audio done by Waves. You have um, the you know glasses friendly tech, the cooling gel. This is a flip to mute uh, microphone and it's also removable And one of the cool things that we did on this one, which is kind of simple, is we actually put a plug just in case you're somebody who doesn't, you know, not going to be using the microphone. We just put a cover on it. Right. So it kind of keeps it a little bit clean if you're not using the mic. Oh, that's interesting. I love that feature. I'm
2: calling in on I'm speaking on my Blue Yeti right now, but I'm using my like gaming headset. So I just have this useless mic sitting here and shot.
1: I hate. I'm so
0: embarrassed. I hate it. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 not for you. I mean, I know. Me too. So and that's that's a great feature,
1: right? And this launched uh, again. This one just launched a couple weeks ago. And what's also cool about this is the Sinpro Air is the first Rocket product to also introduce the new software, uh, which is called Neon. And so everything from Rocket up until now has been working off of Swarm. And there's nothing wrong with Swarm. That's the software that's gotten us to where we are today. But you know, we just been saying it's it's time for a new car, right? So 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 Neon is the kind of forward-looking replacement for for Swarm, and it launches with Simpro Air. It's already out there now. You can go download it now. And then eventually, as we launch for future products for Rocket, they're going to be launched into the Neon environment, and we'll also start pulling in some of the kind of you know more recent past products. In from from Swarm into Neon, so that we'll have everything in there eventually. Wow,
0: great! That that's that's really wonderful. So, I um, do you have any more rocket stuff that you want? No, talk that
1: about? that was just it on the rocket side. I mean, we've been busy with rocket. You know, adding more keyboards. So we we've added another. You know, like we have. You know, I'm pulling things off my desk here. We have like the the Vulcan TKL and TKL Pro. We have we launched a the Cone Pro mice just uh, a, a like a month or so ago. Ooh,
0: so, I like the RGB on that. That's
1: really yeah. cool. It's
2: got like a hex pattern.
1: Yeah, and actually what's neat about that, and I, I don't have this turned on yet, um, but these right here do the same thing. Like you'll be able to Ooh. see the, the kind of hexagonal kind of honeycomb lighting. Uh, I was
2: curious well. when you said that the software was called Neon. I'm like, surely that headset doesn't have RGB. Yeah, in
1: fact, hold on. You yeah the box which is has an like RGb right uh, yeah so you can see on the box where like that's oh that's, how they light
0: up. that's slick that's yeah. really pretty, nice pretty neat.
1: so it looks really cool and whether or not you have neon installed so actually all of the stuff will work out of the box the lighting works um even without having neon installed and then once you install neon that's when you can start to kind of do more customization and change things to your liking right so, there's a 10 band equalizer there's you know you can kind of Adjust the lighting, you can do a handful of other kind of things to make the you know the headset work the way you want it to work.
2: I always love headset RGB because like you can't see it. It's it's to brag to the people around you. You It's legit. But
0: that's but that's what matters, right? Like I've been trying to see about like what kind of better headset can I get for doing broadcasts because this Mm. just looks ugly, right? (laughs) But I but I also like your I also like uh Max style here where he's able to so you're not wearing any headset but you're getting really good au- you're getting really good audio yeah. and that's how, that. how are you doing us, it
1: that takes us to our third thing thank you for the segue <laughs> yeah. um so that that third piece of, of turtle beach is um back in january this year we announced that we acquired neat microphones and if, if you're not familiar neat microphones is the same kind of handful of guys that founded way back when blue microphones um and uh It's you know a few years back, uh, Logitech had acquired Neat. um, Sorry, Logitech had acquired Blue Microphones. The guys who started up Blue, uh, they had left and started up Neat Microphones a little while after that, and they launched uh, the first round of mics, which is called the B mics. And so I have one right here. This is a Gen One. This is called a B caster. Right. This is one of their uh, first round mics, and I think. you might even have another one very similar in front of you i, I believe yeah i have <laughs> i'm talking right now
0: but it, it does such a good job i keep it out of the frame right yeah me too uh, uh, i have
1: the you, bumble- you know, the, bumblebee, the right? bumblebee so so yeah and so we acquired neat and again you know looking at kind of taking what turtle beach does we, we apply like all of our kind of best uh, you know uh, practices our retail relationships our global distribution footprint And same idea as like what we've been doing with Rocket, we want to bring to Neat as well. So we acquired Neat. They have this whole second generation of products coming. And we haven't been able to show anything yet up until recently, which is the first round of the the Gen 2 products. And this one here is the first one. This is called the King B2. And so this is Neat's next kind of, uh, this is an XLR microphone. This is one of their, this is their mic that is more for like, musical and vocal recordings, um, things of that nature. But what's neat is in the gaming side of the world, we've also seen a lot of crossover where you have some of the higher profile streamers and content creators like a Dr. Disrespect or somebody like that that's using this higher end equipment in their studio setups just to get the performance gain from using the the better quality microphone equipment, right? Um, And so this guy here is planned to launch uh, this July and again, it's just going to have, you know, one, one of Neat's big kind of wins here is that they they are able to bring all of their expertise. And these are the guys that like literally have pioneered the microphone market. Every kind of significant advancement in microphone technology has come from this kind of core group of like four or five guys that have been behind blue microphones and now Neat microphones. And so they find this uh, the sweet spot of, bringing this kind of groundbreaking like tech and pricing it so that it kind of blows the competition away. So when this guy comes out, it's going to be 169, but you would look at this and you think of it and you hold it, you feel the weight of this thing. and You're like, this is probably like a three or $400 microphone and it's going to come out at about half that cost. And that's why And and I would line this up against kind of anything else out there and say, try it. It'll sound better. And if it doesn't, let's talk about it because I, I don't believe that's going to be the case. It's just uh, the the way they make their stuff is 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 amazing, and the quality and the performance is, is is you know it's hard to compete.
0: Yeah, no no question. So do you do you without giving anything too much away? Do you think we'll see any updates to other uh, neat microphones?
1: Yeah. So uh, if you're familiar with the the line, um, so this is the King B2. They're uh, King B, and it's a, again it's an analog XLR microphone. You can see by the the three prongs on the bottom, and the plug. Uh, and also this one also comes with like the the shock mount cage right too so at 169 you get that the king Bee also has kind of a little brother on the analog side which is the worker b2 so we have that coming as well and then also just like i showed you the the b caster that i'm using right now there are b caster 2 bumblebee 2 um, again, and those are digital mics, those are digital USB microphones versus the the King B and the Worker B, which are analogs, right? And there's another one, and I don't have one here yet, but one of the other mics that we're looking at, at bringing out soon is called the Skyline. And, you know, based on kind of what we've seen over the past year with, you know, everybody working from home, uh, everybody's school schooling from home. And that includes both learning from home and teaching from home. And then all of the just general, like everybody who wants to continue moving forward, catching up with friends, family at a distance. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of that's not going to go away now that things are starting to kind of return to normal. There's still going to be this really big uptick in people communicating like this. And so Neat created the Skyline as a $69 mic. Uh, and it's a stick mic. It comes in your desk. It And it just has a simple mute button on it and nothing else. You just plug it in and it works. And it's just designed for that audience people, you know, like we're we're all very tech savvy, right? Like we can plug things in, we can uninstall, we can do anything pretty much with limited help. But there's other people out there that don't want to do all that stuff. And that's what the Skyline is for. And so when that comes out also uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks, that's going to be another kind of game changer for anybody who just wants a really nice, affordable mic at 69 bucks. That's going to make them sound better than, you know, certainly, certainly better than like the mic that's built into your laptop. Right.
0: Yeah. no uh, Things like
1: that. Right. So that's that's uh, that's what's coming from Neat, And it's really lining up to be kind of an exciting year to be a turtle beach, just with all these kind of expansions happening and kind of what we do here.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the new uh, BeeCaster and Bumble, Bumblebee mics. The ones that you mentioned a mute button, that's the one feature that is that
1: is that I feel is really strongly missing from the Bumble from the Bumblebee is there's no mute button on it. And you know, it's funny, even on the gen one, because you have the Bumblebee there and I have the BeeCaster. Yeah. On the BeeCaster, there is a tiny little mute button on the mic. Just yeah. that I can hit, just you know, like physically with my finger, instead of doing something like you know, picking up your window and finding the the mute button on and yeah. whatever app or program you're using. So, um, but yeah, that that definitely is a one of those kind of key things. And you don't, there's no dial, you don't have to, there's no microphone gain, there's no headphone volume. It's just it's just a mic and it works and it's affordable and it's and that's that's yeah. cool for that one.
0: One thing I really like about uh about the Neat microphones line is. One thing that we've seen, a problem, I personally seen a problem with blue, and I, I know it's very common is USB port breakage. There's a lot of issues with the microphones that are on that stand and you have to write, right? So that mine mine broke just from being just from being there. And I looked it up and apparently it's very common because there's tension on that part, and a lot of mic, a lot of microphones are made the same way where they put the USB port. Um, right where it's moving so it's easy to break that port whereas right exactly I'm just trying like that to sh-
1: you're trying yeah. to break it right now <laughs>
0: there's there's like a whole bunch of youtube videos on how to open it up and solder another, a new one right um, but when mine broke i just went and got this this caster this this bumblebee which i like a lot better right. and the usb is built into the base so that kind of thing can never happen so it's the little things that are that are really nice. Well, so, I hope
1: we never have to have that conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, the um, so speaking of little things that are really nice that would go with your neat micro with your neat microphone uh, and your and your uh, rocket headset is having is having a really fantastic webcam, and so. Okay michelle has been testing what has now turned out to be the best webcam that we have ever used
1: Beep it. so and and like, like i'm using a, a brio right now and it's pretty impressive so uh, i'm curious to see what what you have here yeah. oh, oh you're uh oh, you're, you lost audio oh i Can think you hear me? Right yeah now? you see yeah. i
0: think that okay. usb cable came uh, <laughs>
2: No I was pl- I was actually playing with the mute button while you were talking about it and then I forgot whether flashing meant it was muted or static meant it was muted yeah. so modern view might modern blue might have some ux issues but yeah. uh, anyways right now I am calling in on the Dell UltraSharp webcam Uh, I've reviewed a lot of webcams for us, but this is easily my favorite so far, but it's a good segue for microphone conversations because one of the cons it does have is it does not have a built-in microphone. Um, Personally, I don't consider that to be a big uh, con because I don't normally like built-in microphones on webcams anyway, but I've already noticed like a uh, comment on my review saying no microphone, no deal. So, uh, you know, it's important for a lot of people. But I think aside from that, this webcam has just it, I mean, you can see there's going to be a little compression because of the streaming uh, software that we're using. And then also the uh, streaming platforms that we're on, but you can see the, the quality and the color is just like, probably the best that I've seen in one of the webcams that I've reviewed yet. You know, I normally get this weird thing when I go to, you know, film myself is I look at myself in the mirror, I think, I look great. And then I sit in front of the webcam and I'm like, oh, I'm a monster. I'm not photogenic at all. And this is one of the few webcams I've reviewed that gives me that sort of mirror feeling. Uh, It has a lot of features. I have it on at 1080p at 30fps right now because the streaming software compression would just get rid of any other features, but you can do 4K on this. You can do 1080p at 60 FPS. You can even do 24 FPS. If you wanna do that sort of film uh, frame rate, Uh, you can turn on AI auto framing. So I don't have it on right now, but you can move around and the camera will follow you. And I found that it does a pretty good job. It has HDR. It has several different field of view options, so 65 degrees, 78 degrees, 90 degrees. Uh, You can prioritize exposure or frame rate um, in the the app, uh, which is something that you can do on the Brio thing. It just basically says, if it has to make a choice, it'll choose between these two things automatically. There's autofocus, but there's also digital manual focus. Uh, There's manual zoom there's just pretty much any feature you would want that isn't a microphone you have. I would love to show you these features, but unfortunately I tried it out earlier and our recording software won't let me change the webcam stuff uh, mid mid stream. Um, But it's all in this like sort of easy to use app where it shows you a fairly quickly updating preview of what the camera will look like on the right side. And then the left side has like a scroll down list of things. Um, and that quick to update thing is something I really like because I had previously used a similar webcam from a company called Aver Media, which does a lot of capture card stuff and their software was very featureful, but just so laggy, I could barely like adjust the brightness or saturation or whatever, um, because moving it like five steps out of a hundred would, you know, lag me out for two or three seconds. I'm not getting this here at all. You can also record straight from the app and you can turn on a, I have the software off on my second monitor. You can turn on a three, two, one countdown before you start recording and a framing grid Uh, which are nice convenience features. Now, uh, Mac told us that he's on the Brio 4K, which unfortunately, despite reviewing our webcams, I haven't had a chance to test personally. Uh, Mm. Of what I've looked at, I really enjoy what this webcam offers. Um, I think it has a few extra features above the Brio, um, being that sort of AI auto-framing and stuff like this. But uh, honestly, this webcam's just picture picture quality is probably what impressed me the most um and i'm impressed to get that at the sort of 199 price point which is expensive but if you compare it to something like the Razer Kiyo Pro uh which costs the same this has 4K that camera doesn't and the quality of this camera's like color and light just blew that out of the water for me
1: nice I, uh, I think we were mentioning it earlier. I, I would happily trade my camera right now for that human eyeball camera that, that's been going <laughs> right now. Just, if nothing else, just for the gimmickiness of that, because I think it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, the one thing that you can't see because Michelle's using it is the mounting is a little bit weird because it has a bunch of different mounts. Yeah. So right. instead of having a singular mount on it, they can both do tripod and on top of your monitor. You have to change something on it. So that's, that's a room for improvement. Well, what really blew me away, and we have to get you a Brio so you can compare that too, is that when Michelle took a picture in front of that window next to her with the light shining in, this camera. The the glare. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So normally when I do those shots, I expect either my face to be covered in shadow and have some detail at the window or for the window to just be like a pure sheet of white, almost looks like paper. And then my face is probably a little overly lit. Um, Usually the shots I get from that are kind of unusable. Uh, I'm going to try to do this live. So please forgive me. (laughs) But uh, when I tested this, I had to finagle it just a little bit, but I got some pretty like impressive, you know, maybe a little overexposed, but pretty usable. I would call into my coworkers uh, with this quality, with it pointing out my window, which is just like, It's a bit of an overcast day right now, but that's such a rare occasion to get in webcams. And now you can see my ceiling while I strap this back on my monitor. (laughs) Except actually, I do have another webcam that I think I might swap over to real quick so I can show you the body of the Dell webcam if we have time, because it is an interesting body.
0: Yeah, just for a sec. So yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, if you're making your ultimate setup, you can get something like a Neat microphone. You can get something like the Rookhead headset. I know, so that your microphone was so so good, Mac, that you like, you you're able to
1: go without head without headphones at all uh, yeah. and not get echo. It's a it's a weird thing where I'm I'm, uh, to, for me to be you know working at Turtle Beach, I actually don't use a headset too frequently, um, <laughs> I, and I actually love the the, the neat microphones, but. Um, you know what? It's, it really is. The moment I switched over, like once we acquired Neat, the moment the, the guys over there sent me a couple just to test out and try, I mean, it was a noticeable difference, like right away, all of a sudden people are like, oh, dude, you sound like I'm right here. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And and I, I refuse to get rid of this one and give this one away until I get the, the, the Gen 2 replacement for it. Because, uh, and I've, I've seen pictures of them and they, they really do, you know, we've kind of, deviated away a little bit from the, the really kind of robust yellow and black kind of B theme. They are going more with a very streamlined black look across all of the line for this with the, the, the logo in the middle. Yeah. But otherwise, uh, I mean, it's still like the, the performance is, is going to be even better. And it's just, it's gonna be, like I said, it's, it's very exciting to kind of, you know, especially for me too, because I'm the same as you guys. Like I have like an office here just packed with toys that I get to play with like all day long. And so, you know, at some point I'm gonna go hook up the flight sim and play flight sim 2020 on PC again. And then, uh, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully I'll get some of the new digital mics from Neat uh, sooner cool. than later so I can start playing around with those too.
0: Cool. So you were gonna show us what this looks like physically because oh, yeah. it's a little um, weird.
2: One so this camera is a little interesting. I've swapped over to my Logitech C920 right now, which is has been our our best pick for a while now. We're still debating whether or not that's still the case. But the uh, color
0: looked better before.
2: The color looked better before. the The difference is that this camera I'm calling on right now is about seventy nine dollars, so it's a pretty steep decrease in price, and if you're not streaming a lot, it's still good enough quality, it might be a better value for you. But as far as like what looks better, the Dell obviously looks better. One place where the Logitech might uh, have a bit of an improvement over it though, is this mount. This is a very sort of stylish mount, and it even has a little place for the connecting USB to go through, but it doesn't have a foot here at the bottom which means that it can, if you're not careful, be really loose on your monitor. I managed to get it pretty stable enough, but it can be a little scary when you're first connecting it. I even had a moment like, oh, God, is it going to fall live on show when I was just putting it back on my monitor a second ago? Um, It also has this sort of interesting thing where like this mount, unlike most mounts, because it has this little cord slot in it does not have a tripod screw on the bottom, but you do get one of those in the box. It's just, you take off the monitor mount, you put on this separate piece. Let's hope I have it facing the right way, I do not. And now you have your tripod mount. So that's another thing you have to keep track of. These mounts are kind of you know fun to play with because they're magnetically attached and they fit in this neat little slot. And I suppose if you're working with it on a tripod a lot, this you know, mount might be more convenient than you know, having this sort of ugly thing hanging off of your recording setup. But I prefer to sort of have that all-in-one setup that a lot of webcams have, where you have typically this monitor mount will be attached permanently to the bottom, and then there'll be a screw uh, for the tripod on the bottom of that. Uh, the other thing is you have this sort of USB cable that slots perfectly, just so snugly, almost to a fault into this little hole in there. And uh, it's got a USB-C connector on one side, USB-A connector on the other side. And it was about eight feet when I tested it, which is pretty nice. Um, When you have everything off, it kind of almost looks like a film camera. It's just this tube. This is the actual webcam. Everything else is just like purely uh, analog, uh, mechanical. which is interesting because there is one more feature to this webcam that I haven't showed off. Uh, this webcam has a shutter to a degree. A lot of webcams have a little flick, uh, switch. You can flick on the side that will cover the uh, front. So you feel like people aren't watching you when you don't want them to, uh, this one has just a little magnetic cover with the Dell logo on it. Which is, you know, nice and and stylish and classy, but it's another thing you have to keep track of. So in total, mm-hmm. you know, excluding the cord, because everything has those, these are all the pieces, like four pieces you need to keep track of for your webcam, which is a little much for me.
1: Yeah, we all have our drawer full of pieces. <laughs> yeah,
0: I have so many pieces and they're so easy to lose. I rather anytime I rather anything be bulkier to not have to remove things. One nice
2: thing is on. the body is this nice sort of a, I forget what uh, material it's made out of. I believe I mentioned in, mentioned it in those in the review, but it's this nice sturdy metallic, feels hefty in the hand kind of thing. So again, it, it looks cool, it it feels expensive, but uh, with all that style comes a bit of a lack of convenience.
0: Yeah. Just because I've gotten into 3D printing recently, I can totally see somebody, since that's removable, creating a magnetic 3D printed uh, thing, 3D printed mount that's maybe better than the better for your mounting on your monitor than the Dell one.
2: That would be uh, really cool.
0: So, uh, I don't know, just a thought. But that that seems really neat, and when you combine that with some of the other cool things that Mac has shown us today, you can get a really fantastic gaming and streaming setup. So I want to thank Mac Marshall from Turtle Beach for coming on today. All of you who uh watched and listened and all of you who watch and listen after the fact on YouTube, uh, Facebook uh or our site. And of course, uh we will uh Sharon will be here again with uh with some exciting new guests next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern and we will see you then. Thanks everyone.
1: Thanks for Bye having everyone. me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Avram.
2: Thanks, Matt.